What's going on, squad? Welcome to A Vision Includes You. This podcast is where I help you step into your true power so that you can elevate all areas of your life without any regrets. My name is Kevin Vu, and I am an online fitness coach and mindset coach, and I'm on a mission to impact millions of lives across the globe. In my experience, I've helped over hundreds completely transform their lives by unlocking their full potential. It's now my goal to share that knowledge I've accumulated over the years into actionable steps to help you turn your vision into your reality. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of A Vision Includes You podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Vu. I'm an online fitness and mindset coach. And today we're going to be talking about the seven ways to start being more consistent in your fitness journey. So as I'm recording this podcast, I actually have my little puppy Simba on my lap right now. So hopefully he doesn't act up or anything. But if he does, we're just going to improvise and move on with the podcast. So today I really want to get in and provide a lot of value. I see that a lot of people, they struggle with staying consistent in their own fitness journey. They struggle with, you know, being on track with their fitness goals. Something always happens in their life. They always fall off track. And then every single time that you fall off track, it's always like it's harder for you to get back on the horse. How many of you have been there before? Like you're starting off really strong. Life happens, something happens in your life, and then you're thrown completely off your game and you don't know how to exactly get back on the horse. Like if you've been in that position before, you are not alone. So in this podcast, again, I'm going to be breaking down this top seven ways to start staying more consistent in your fitness journey. So let's get into it. Tip number one is you need to start forming habits. You need to start forming habits that you can start stacking on top of the habits that you already do. So this is called habit stacking. And one of my best habits that I stack is when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do after I brush my teeth is that I immediately drink, you know, about 500 to one liter um, of water. And that's a habit stack because I'm pairing, you know, brushing my teeth because that's something I already do with another habit that's going to be beneficial to my fitness goals. So you can habit stack with like your steps. If you're going for a walk, maybe like immediately after you eat breakfast, you can start habit stacking with walking. Maybe if you want to finish work, maybe you go straight to the gym. That could also be a habit stack. So look at your life right now. What is a habit that you're already doing and how can you pair a fitness habit with that habit? So I've already given you a couple of examples, water steps, maybe you have a nightly routine, whatever habit that it is that you could start adding into your life. And an important thing to note is that creating habits doesn't just take a week. It doesn't just take two weeks. This is going to take practice. It's going to take time. And as a result, over like the next three months, four months, even six months, as long as you're staying consistent on top of like those habits that you're already doing, then you're going to more likely to create that into a lifestyle. So tip number two is outsourcing. So a lot of you might not think about this, but you don't really have to do everything on your own. And what I mean by that is like, if you find that you're super crunched on time, you can start outsourcing some of the activities that you don't like to do or that you don't have the luxury of time to do. And and a great example of that is maybe you can outsource buying groceries. Like there's literally apps right now that you can buy groceries. All you have to do is add everything to your cart and they can deliver that to your door. So yes, you might be thinking, well, Kevin, don't, won't I have to spend money? Yes. And this is where you have to ask yourself, what do you value more? Do you value your time or your money? If you have the luxury of spending money and you want to buy back some of your time, you can definitely start outsourcing. Maybe you have kids and 
you're taking up your kids, like take, uh, taking care of your kids takes up a lot of time. Maybe you can hire a babysitter. Maybe you can hire a nanny so that you can actually buy back that time for yourself so that you can start going to the gym. Maybe start taking care of yourself. Maybe planning vacations and dates with your, your spouse. Maybe you can start investing in meal prep companies. I know there's like HelloFresh. There's Chef's Plate. There's like different meal prep companies in your local area that you can start buying healthy groceries and healthy foods that are already prepped for you. And then you can just start eating it so that you don't have to think about, oh, what groceries do I have to buy? What do I have to make? What recipes do I have to make? Everything is just done for you. And I know this could be like one of the most tedious tasks that a lot of people dread. But if you don't mind spending a little bit money or like investing some money just to buy some of your time back, this could also be a great um, opportunity for you to start staying more consistent with your fitness journey. So tip number two, again, is to start outsourcing some of the tasks that you hate. And unfortunately, you can't outsource uh, working out because otherwise we would all do it, but it doesn't work like that. But some of the activities like you know babysitting or even like meal prep companies, that's something that you can uh, look into if that's something that you're interested in. Tip number three is that you have to start scheduling in activities that you know it's gonna be beneficial towards your goals. So for example, your workouts, your walks, like you start, you have to start thinking about your, your workouts and your walks and all these things as if they're important meetings. And I like to use the analogy, right? If you had an important meeting with your boss or your manager or a doctor, you would not miss that meeting. You would be on time. You would be punctual. You will cancel everything off your calendar just to make it to that meeting or that appointment. So you have to start viewing your workouts and your walks and all these other habits as if they're important meetings with yourself. Like I think oftentimes we make all these meetings, we make all these time for like all these other obligations, but we start forgetting to make time for ourselves. So that's one of the most important things that you have to realize is that you, whenever you schedule in your workout, that has to be a non-negotiable. That's an important meeting with yourself that you should not cancel. Okay. That you shouldn't cancel with yourself. Yes, obviously you can push back like um, some workouts, but as long as you get it in at the end of the day or like at the end of the week, that's all that matters. But you have to remember that these are important meetings and it's not like, oh, you're just going to say no and skip your workouts all month. So that's tip number three is schedule in your workouts and treat them as important meetings. Number four is getting an accountability partner. So if you have someone on your fitness journey who's you know on a similar path, have similar goals, etc., that's going to be very beneficial towards you because now you can both hold each other accountable. And whenever one person falls off, it's like, well, the other person should do a great job at, you know, holding the other person accountable, hence the name accountability and call that person out because you're in this together. And if one person's like, you know, trying to pull the other person, it's never going to work like that. So you have to really be very picky on who you choose to be your accountability partner, have some goals and, also have some consequences if you don't meet those goals. So let's say you're going to the gym and then you have an accountability partner and you say to that person, okay, if we both don't get three workouts this week, then you have to pay the other person 50 bucks or even make it a better, a little bit more interesting. You have to pay that other person or you have to pay charity a hundred bucks, something along those lines. So instead of like, oh, that other person's benefiting, you're donating to a good cause. Um, so I've actually done a similar challenge to this where I would have to post every single day for 30 days straight, um, a talking, uh, reel with me, like talking, providing value on my stories or sorry, not on my stories, but on my pages, my social media. And I did like this accountability challenge where if we missed a day 
we have to uh, we have to donate a thousand dollars to charity. And just having that consequence at the back of my mind, it was like, wow, a thousand dollars. That's something I could not afford right now. So that held me to a higher standard that held me accountable to the point where I would do whatever it took to get that thing done. So a lot of you, if you don't really have any consequences for you not following through on your commitments, most likely you're going to make excuses. You're going to skip out on it and you're not going to stay consistent at all. But if there's a consequence as in like, okay, if you don't get this done, then your family member is going to die next week. If you had something extreme like that, you're going to find a way to get it done. But obviously that that's not like a realistic scenario, but if you choose to paint it as, okay, you have to donate X amount of money. If you fail to fall through on these commitments, you're more likely to stay commitment as uh, stay committed. So the fifth, the fifth tip that I have to start seeing more consistent is to start rewarding yourself. So reward yourself on following through with your commitments. And one of my best ways and my best tips to start rewarding yourself isn't just, oh, I stay consistent all week. I deserve a quote unquote cheat meal. No, like that's going to be detrimental towards your goals, obviously, because I don't like to use the word cheat meals, cheat days or anything like that. But one of the most best ways that I recommend is every single workout that you complete. And let's say you want to save up for new athletic wear or you want to buy new brand new running shoes, whatever it is. I would recommend every single workout that you mark off, add $5 to like this imaginary piggy bank, or you can have a real life piggy bank, right? And you just add $5 to that um, piggy bank, or you could just make another bank account and, or like your savings account and just put it in all in there. But essentially let's say the shoes is $200. If the shoes is $200, then in that case, five or 200 divided by five, you're going to do the math. That's 50 workouts. So in that case, you're going to go ahead and you're going to get those 50 workouts in. Wait, I think my math is wrong. That's 40 workouts. Yeah. So 40 workouts, you're going to ensure that you get those 40 workouts in. And once you hit those 40 workouts, you have enough money to actually buy those running shoes. So that's going to be a little bit more of an, of an incentive for you to actually hit those workouts. If you really want to buy that thing that you've always wanted. Number six, number six is to ensure that you're focusing on consistency over frequency. So what does that mean? I think a lot of times we try to set ourselves up like all these arbitrary goals of like, oh, I want to work out six to seven times a week. But if we're not even consistent of at least working out three days a week, then stop putting unrealistic expectations on yourself. Instead, start committing off with just two days a week, right? Like what you can do for a prolonged period of time matters more than how much you can actually do. So stop focusing on like, oh, I have to work out like five days, six days, seven days a week. Instead, just focus on two because I'd rather have you work out two days a week for a year than to try your best to hit seven days a week and only last two weeks. So consistency is better than frequency. Focus on consistency. And number seven, number seven is learning to adapt. Like not everything is always going to go as planned, but you have to understand that you have to try your best with your current circumstances. So for example, yesterday, uh, yesterday night, we got to the gym around 10 PM and we were planning to get a workout in. We were also planning to film some content. And when we got there, the front desk staff told us that they're going to shut the gym, like kick everyone out in 30 minutes because they had some maintenance work to do. And we're like, damn, you know, like 30 minutes, like how we're going to get everything done. So we just chose to do one or the other. So we just chose to get a workout in 
and we adapted to the situation. We adapted to those circumstances. And as a result, we got a very great workout in. I hit you know, a PR and I also did five exercises where I was pushing myself super hard. So we got a great workout in and that workout only took us like 20 minutes. So sometimes things are going to come up. Things are not going to go as planned. But as long as you're learning to adapt and understanding that you have to just try your best with every single circumstance, that's all that matters. So again, just to quickly recap the seven tips to start staying more consistent in your fitness journey. Number one, start forming habits. Habit stacking is your best friend. Number two, outsourcing. So anything, uh, activities that you don't like to do that you can outsource, uh, buying some time back, that's going to be beneficial. So for example, meal prepping, hiring a babysitter, uh, looking to meal prep uh, companies, grocery companies, etc. Number three is scheduling in your workouts and treating them as important meetings. Number four, having an accountability partner, but at the same time, having some consequence. So if any of you don't follow through on your commitments, there's a hefty consequence that you don't want to pay the price for. Uh, number five is rewarding yourself, um, making sure that for example, every single workout that you mark off makes sure that you donate about $5 to like your piggy bank just so you can save up for that thing that you've always wanted to buy. Number six is focusing on consistency over frequency. It's not about how much you can do. It's about what you can do for a prolonged period of time. And number seven, uh, learning to adapt. So not everything is going to go as planned. As long as you learn how to adapt through every single situation and just doing your best. That's what really matters at the end of the day. All right. So with that being said, that's going to come to the end of this podcast. If you got value from today's podcast, I would love for you to screenshot this, post it to your story and tag me at Vujin Fitness. And until next time, I am signing off. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Vision Includes You. If you got value from today's episode, I would love for you to screenshot any episode, post it to your story and tag me at Vision Fitness so that I know you're tuning in. I truly appreciate the support. And as always, I hope you have the best day ever and I'll catch you on the next episode.